Well, Happy New Year, people. Well, well um, at this point of time, when I'm filming, it's not New Year's yet for me. But for you, it should already have been New Year's. So, Happy New Year to you. And if you hear uh, explosions in the background, do not be concerned. Merely fireworks from excited people. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it took me quite a while to think about something I would talk about as the first thing in the new year and yeah a lot like you could say you could argue that it's just any other day the dates have just changed you know how years of going on but over a long amount of time these build up right the, across your life the amount of new years you have is <laughs> each year that goes by so i don't want to be too depressing no 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 don't worry about it i i'm not going to talk about sad stuff i try my best <laughs> No, I'm kidding. No one really likes to talk about really sad stuff for long amounts of time. I think a good amount of sadness sometimes is okay, depending on the context. It's obviously a bit concerning if you're sad all the time for no apparent reason. But if something happens and you're sad for a while, it's fine, you know. Uh, Yeah, this relates to another topic that I want to talk about, but maybe on another episode about emotions yeah well in a new year it always feels like a fresh start in a way not for everyone but for some people i guess Uh, that's why there's new year's resolutions and stuff like this was just another way to motivate you for your future I guess. Because different people throughout their lives have different waking up points. Um, Some is in the middle of the year. Some is not. Or some people who are not so happy with their lives. Either in in a form of work. In a form of uh, uh, your body. I don't know. Like people could be unhappy for many different reasons. And they take. Not everyone of course. But. I could imagine some would take New Year's as kind of like starting point to maybe rethink their decisions or a time to do a fresh start, like hand in your resignation letter right on the 31st or 30th, depending <laughs> on what days your company closes. Um, or even, I don't know, a day to start eating healthy and stuff. It's always in January. When I worked, uh, I worked at a gym for a while before I started university and it's always always New Year's January slash December where where we get the most amount of newcomers and it's very interesting because usually these are the people not always but usually these are well i guess gym members that don't stay the longest because january will have the most amount of people going into the gym and then afterwards it slows down the people who aren't intrinsically motivated will start not going to the gym and yeah over time it becomes less and less and less and towards the end of the year around december ish is when we have the least amount of people in the gym Sign-ups will slowly increase towards the end of the year, but the actual people in the gym will <laughs> not be a lot at all. 
um, I remember working uh, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, and stuff like this. Um, and yeah, it would be very minimal people. So either people just mention that they, <laughs> I don't know, they start Christmas, they start all these Thanksgiving, I don't know, all these different type of festivities, and they eat and do all these things and stop going to the gym and then in january bam it goes up like double the amount or triple or whatever and it's people who there's a mix of people who are newly motivated because of new year and also people who are just normal gym goers and they're coming back you know the point is intrinsic motivation it sounds complicated Eh, well it depends it could sound also easy but it's hard to maintain right the the consistency is where a lot of people don't really succeed at even myself with certain things that i want to do in my life my consistency is quite bad (laughs) but it's no surprise over time if you keep doing something over time it will become a habit and it, it goes even with negative things if you start eating very 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 bad food for you uh, bad food that are bad for you like if you eat food that are bad for you once in a while it doesn't really matter like you know but if you start doing it all day every day let's say three meals a day every single day what do you think is going to happen you know and the same goes for any other bad habit that you may have it doesn't have to be body related it could be you could be a very sure like fit person but you still have things that you struggle with and you're still unhappy with you know like anyone this could go with anyone and any kind of habit or goal that you're trying to achieve right there it's very hard to find a one solution answer that fits everyone i've seen a motivational more people who attempt to be motivational speakers it's not really not really working out so well for them in my opinion at least and a lot of them who don't really have a lot of i want to say training but not really a mixture of knowledge psycho no psychological knowledge in a sense and just overall just open-mindedness a mixture of everything and these people try and be motivational speakers and to someone who don't really know what's happening or they're very lost in life i can see how they get very easily sucked into these uh get rich quick uh, get get rich quick schemes or get fit quick or lose 10 kilos in two weeks like it just like these things like capturing your attention type things doesn't really add up you know so all these kind of schemes they target people who are maybe not in the best position in their lives and they really want to get something done for once and they look for any source possible and yeah it's just it's this is just what i noticed obviously there are exceptions some people maybe do know what they're doing but they still sign up anyway why who knows huh but yeah i think that 
I saw this guy once who was talking about one of the ways to be happier in life and he has fans and these fans message him how they're a bit sad or depressed and stuff and his solution was get apps first get apps first then he come and talk to me about the other issues which is interesting in my opinion in a sense that sure getting healthy can help alleviate a lot of things if you feel physically bad about some things yeah but there are some physical symptoms that could be coming from your mind and not necessarily from unhealthiness and this does translate into um well many things there there is such thing as um panic related disorders um and it's, it's one example is that people could have um severe fear of death and what will happen is that if they have a small tiny piece of pain anywhere anywhere can be an arm can be a chest whatever they would think that that's let's say a symptom of a heart attack let's say a pain on your arm your left arm that's a symptom of a heart attack right um and they would think that they could be potentially having a heart attack and then because of this fear kicking in you cycle back and you th- and your pain in your arm increases because of your internalized panic and from there uh you panic further because the pain is increasing and then the p- pain further increases making you further panic and it goes again and again and again and eventually you get a a a panic attack which feels like a heart attack this is just one example and it doesn't matter how fit you are or how strong you are whatever this could happen to anyone because it's a mind game uh, to some extent and it's also yeah it's a lot of these things are your own mind going I don't want to say against you, but that's not really the right word per se. But yeah, there there are many things that could happen, and I think this is something people don't talk about often, or it's just something that is not so well known. I studied about this a lot, and I experienced to some level these things as well and people around me as well so i've seen it and i know it's definitely a thing and it's hard for some people to believe and i even read um new i i saw neil degrasse tyson recently came out and he was on someone's podcast and said that ai in the future could develop so far to the point where mental issues could be healed instantly and the role of psychologists and therapists would no longer be necessary i don't know if he was just reading this off of some like ai kind of news article or is his opinion i didn't bother looking it up either because it doesn't really matter but this the this concept in and of itself about how in the future it, I think it all boils down to, to why you think these things happen to begin with. Why these panic attacks or or these 
pains let's say in your arm that doesn't necessarily have any physical harm like it's not a threat direct threat but your mind thinks it is and it makes it bigger and bigger and bigger when your body itself is not necessarily suffering from anything so it depends on why you think these things are happening so in psychology there are many hmm, what do you even call that um there are many teachings or methods i don't know what would you call that um but basically there is for example oh let's just say theories uh there's a biological theory where they believe that uh, a lot of our issues come from some mess up in our well either our cells or our body some something that went wrong in our brain chemistry or something that makes it translate into all these disorders or issues that some people are having and there's also for example a behavioral theory where behaviorists kind of believes that a lot of these problems come from the behaviors that we exhibit on the day-to-day life and um, there's also there's there are many i think there's about five or six different ones uh there could be hundreds of others because people come up with new ideas all the time but it depends on which one of these you believe in that can potentially influence this whole ai situation because there is a whole thing right right now with the google ai where AI is basically taking up knowledge that is already pre-existing and then seemingly making something new out of it when it's not necessarily new it's just a combination of a lot of existing items that yeah come out as if it's something new and if this is the case in scientific research for research for example you have old knowledge but you constantly do research and development to come up with new things all the time you're we're kind of building up our knowledge as a civilization right so ai in this sense if we purely use the knowledge in which we have pre-existing and that's why they have all these issues with discrimination and race and stuff like this and they're saying ai is racist or discriminatory um so it's all from i know some people are using this as an argument as to like yeah because that's just the way it is our racism was right all along if a computer says it's right it's definitely right okay or it could just show that the world really is this way to a certain extent depending on which part of the world the ai takes its knowledge from it could very well be that whatever is this existing in the internet is very much more towards racism and stuff like this and we do not know the extent to which ai understands um sarcasm and these type of things or jokes or yeah the things that people don't necessarily intend for it like it's not surprising that or like it's it's quite common for for example if you hang out with your friends and you have an inside joke um that hmm 
a lot of these inside jokes I think are rooted in some type of discriminatory aspect but obviously because you're friends with that person there is no actual hate there you actually love the person but it's just an ongoing joke um and some people have issues with this fantastic some people don't fantastic um but yeah we, we also do not know how far ai truly understands these type of feelings or behaviors just yet so it's hard to say how they pluck out all this information and how they interpret this because if they collect a bunch of data from a bunch of people saying like ha 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 you're this and this color or ha ha you're uh like gay or something people could mean that in a bad way or a good way who freaking knows i myself have not done a lot of research into ai i'm just talking about this from the knowledge i know from studying psychology but yeah the whole point of having psychologists completely removed I don't think that that is 100% possible. I think right now what AI can help us do is that every time you go into an intake session for uh, therapy, if you're someone who's looking for uh, therapy, like long-term kind of thing, well, it depends on your diagnosis if if there is one. Um, I don't think you necessarily need a diagnosis to go to therapy. You can just go anyway. So a lot of people find it to be an outlet of uh, of any type. Could be emotions or stress or anything. Could be an outlet as well. You don't necessarily need a diagnosis. Um, however, often time you go to see uh, you go to a I don't know psychological center or something, and they'll ask you questions about yourself and also what you're trying to solve or what you're trying to find out even i don't think you need necessarily a solid answer for that but if you're feeling a bit lost and stuff in life you know that's also something you can do and there is an intake um there are intake sessions and depending if if you have depression, anxiety, whatever, there are so many different types. They will normally, uh, to be safe, give you uh, questionnaires, and via this questionnaire, uh, some there there is also a general questionnaire that you will ask where it covers basically any overarching kind of uh, issues. So they'll try and cover all bases. Uh, because sometimes you can talk about something, but you don't realize it's related to something totally out of left field and you don't even yeah, notice. And that's why these questionnaires are there to kind of help indicate that, oh, you talked about this, but we found out that you actually rated very high or very low in this other aspect as well. So that's very interesting. It could be related to this, which you never talked about. That That does happen. So they have these questionnaires to kind of help in this sense. But yeah um these i think in this way the intake portion could very much be helped by ai and it could help come up with an idea of where you're going at because normally after these intake sessions you you have a conversation with your therapist psychologist whatever you know and then they kind of explain to you oh this could be uh, what you have or like this could be what we're trying to do now it depends because uh, therapy and uh, is such a personal thing some therapists i know 
won't bother it uh not won't bother it's not a bad thing but they just don't tell you like you have depression because you don't uh, some therapists don't want that to be your identity so they instead they'll tell you like so this is what we'll do now to tackle this and this issues that you face and if you ask uh normally they'll just tell you yeah technically you have this diagnosis but don't worry about it it's it's not you you know because in this world we're living now with like all the social media stuff very often people are saying it like like it's some attention grabbing thing like um it's my morning routine here's my antidepressants to start off my day but i still try and live a happy life no worry about like these are not <laughs> these are very misrepresented type of um depressed uh, it's just some people use it for attention seeking reasons and it's it's not the best um it depends how you do it if you're someone who genuinely has depression and you try and go through life like you know as it's like it doesn't like matter i think the problem is that when you start using it as an attention seeking thing then that could very much be part of your problem but yeah i don't know i try i try not to say that things are wrong or right when it comes to people's behaviors uh unless it's extremes and obvious and stuff but i'm just saying like vague behaviors that people are often judged on like going shopping or posting certain things like post and shop and buy and do whatever you want it doesn't matter but when the reasons you start doing it becomes very skewed and that's when things get messed up but yeah i think back to the whole therapy thing i think there's always a human aspect to therapy that ai can itself right now definitely not replace and depends depending on how good they get at replicating this it's also very important that um on what level or what database the ai is getting their information from so if it's from a database that has information from a very particular side of the world that has very strong beliefs on certain things that could translate out into this um, AI's output and their conversation within the uh, therapy setting that could mess up a lot of things. To have a truly unbiased AI or to have a... Um, AI that can think for itself that's going to be a whole other reality that the one that people are afraid of the one that people are afraid in terms of like the terminator is coming to get them and stuff like that because then you're basically creating new people at this point because they tried to uh, replicate cloning right this is something they tried for a while now they successfully cloned a sheep and multiple reptiles and amphibians and stuff and they almost cloned a human but they had to stop for ethical issues because they didn't want to have a fully cloned human because they don't know what's what's going to happen with this and i'm unsure if this research is still ongoing because you can't really go further 
other than theorizing if you can't actually do it and since they stop for ethical reasons i do not know if they're still ongoing i did not do my research on this particular part but i wouldn't be surprised if someone took this underground and did it secretly sure like i don't i don't freaking know um but yeah so now with the way ai is going i wouldn't be surprised if this were to happen and they were to yeah just become sentient (laughs) become conscious and have their own thoughts and beliefs but it's very hard for us to know until until actually happens and then we do research on that that whether their consciousness is truly their own consciousness or is it just from databases of what humans have talked about and researched about and like yeah posted about or whatever is it is their consciousness and ideology all from based off this database of whatever is online now or is it truly their own thought process this will play a big role and not only that therapy is a two-way street it's not just about talking to someone and healing them it's a lot about listening if you go into a therapy session it's often the client or patient or whatever the heck talking for a good amount of the time and then the therapist just picking up on on certain parts or you know whatever like different therapies go differently but listening is a massive 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 uh, part and people who are not very uh, intuitive uh, don't become very good therapists because they don't pick up on the right things or they pick up only on things that they want to hear there's something called confirmation bias is when when you have a theory and let's say i suspect that this person is depressed and they talk for a long time and they mention things uh, all from eating disorders to to i don't know all sorts of stuff but when they mention something uh let's say oh i just don't have a lot of motivation to do things in life anymore you you pick up on that and you're like yes okay so this does confirm my 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 diagnosis but then you you completely uh forget or miss when they mention that they have all these other aspects in their life as well because you are biased towards your hypothesis of what this client may have and this is called confirmation bias and it does happen from time to time which try our best not for this to, to happen but you know the sometimes it it does that's why listening is very important and to not have and be very aware of these biases so yeah i think depending on how well ai can do these as well can answer whether they can be a therapist in the future but also how humans perceive ai because if you feel like you're talking to a robot, you may not get as emotional. Maybe as of right now, because our generation, or at least the the people who are born at this age, don't really have the feeling of 
robots being very human like maybe to some very small extent as maybe for babies that are born like this year for example by the time they're 15 and 16 maybe they will have more things in their life that is more robot controlled or not robot controlled per se but like done by robots you know like there are restaurants opening up where other than the cooks in the back everything else is automated already so maybe people who grow up in that generation can kind of associate robots more toward towards human feelings but people on my age or maybe even 10 years ago it's it's hard to associate robots like if if they somehow mastered one day the an ai machine inside a robot that flows and moves exactly like human like it's still hard to perceive this as a friend or a human just yet maybe one day we will but not quite yet or even in uh there's a movie called surrogate where i think it's called surrogate where it's uh, jason statham i think it's jason statham as well (laughs) um and what they do is that they just wear this helmet and then they go to sleep and then they wake up as a fully young robotic person um yeah so in that sense that could also um be a thing but yeah how we perceive that because therapy has a very human aspect to it that i don't think is very easily it can't it can't be very easily translated it's hard enough for some people to get a therapist that they like and you can relate to so it's going to be very interesting to see robots getting into it. I'm not necessarily opposed to them slowly helping therapists and psychologists in their work, but for them to 100% replace them, I think that that's either very, very, very far-fetched or or it's going to take a long time. And also the technology being able to heal uh, psychological issues. Uh, maybe to a certain extent, if you, if they start to understand brain chemistry better, yes. But I think there are some things, like feelings and very specific things, that you can argue that is part of your brain chemistry and parts of your brain and stuff. But it's still something that is very unsure. Like not a lot of people know of yet. So to say that technology one day you can just plug a road into your head and solve your depression, that is very, very uncertain because there's still so many theories about how depression comes about, for example. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, this is something uh, that I thought about, which is rather interesting anyways that's about it i think this episode is running a lot longer than usual uh but um i hope it it, it's been an interesting topic to think about um i am always um i'm never 100 percent opposed to a lot of these things but i always just take it with a grain of salt and really understand it first and i think that's a good approach for a lot of these things coming especially up and coming there's going to be new technologies all the time and to constantly reject everything (laughs) may not be so productive as well then taking everything with a grain of salt and really understanding it before using and or supporting it is is an important part that yeah i think more of us should think about i guess anyways i hope it's been a, an interesting discussion for you and um 
and I wish you a good new year and if you you know start your gym uh, or any new goals that you have uh, in life I wish you best of luck and remember stay consistent because I think that's one of the very important ingredients to success in your goals so yeah with that see you next time peace out